What's up in the legal tech world? Find out in the Lex Factor briefs. Quick hits on the latest happenings in the industry and discussion from your Lex Factor hosts around their potential impacts on business. Feed your brain and empower your firm at the same time. Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Lex Factor Briefs. It's your host, Lauren here. And Brad Pobble. Today, obviously, we're bringing to you new news, things that are going on this week, our thoughts on it, you know, advice, whatnot. So I was reading an article this week about a cyber attack. Um, as you guys know, October is National Cybersecurity Month, so I actually thought it was quite timely and unfortunate. Um, but let me read you a quote from this article. So, days after announcing it was the victim of a sophisticated and aggressive malware attack, Safar Shaw is still dealing with the aftermath and expects to be working over the next several days to resolve it. So, this was an article that I found on law.com. Obviously, a firm dealt with a cybersecurity attack, which is I mean, they're common regardless, but especially now post-COVID and all the life changes that we're dealing with, I think they're even more common. So I'm really glad Brad is here today because obviously he's the CIO here at Lexicon and I think can provide some really good input into cybersecurity, um, threats, tips, things like that. But I wanted to pick your brain a little bit, Brad. Sure. Pick away. Pick away. (laughs) What I was curious about when I read this article it mentioned that the firm's really been down dealing with this for over a week, trying to fix it, trying to get everybody back on the grid, back to working normal. What does that actually mean? So if they literally have been trying to fix this for over a week, what kind of things have they probably not been able to do as a firm? Like email is probably one of them. How are they functioning in 2020 not being totally on the grid because of this attack? Right. Absolutely. It's so scary. And, you know, the article that you're mentioning, they mentioned malware. And Malware is something just for the audience out there that comes in many different forms. In this case, Lauren, it was about ransomware, which is very, very scary. So just real quick before I answer your question, there's lots of different malwares out there. There's your normal virus, you know, the ransomware, things like that. There's scareware being (laughs) Halloween. There really is. There's scareware out there. There's worms. There's Trojans. There's spyware. You, you, they're just, you know, fileless malware. There's all different yeah, kinds of... I just of, assumed it was all the same. No, it's not. They're, they come in many different forms. And this article specifically talks about ransomware. And let me kind of break that down a little bit. So basically what happens is somebody clicked on something. Somehow a bad actor mm. got inside of your network, inside of your PCs at this particular spot. And they then encrypted your files. So basically, all of your client files, all of your any information or files uh, become encrypted and unusable. So what do you do at this point? And why the bad actors do this specifically is they want money. Mm, um, okay. if, if you notice on the article, it's it's kind of actually maybe it's interesting to me because I'm kind of a geek nerd? in that area. A, a nerd. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. If you notice, it says, you know, none of the files were taken. They don't want the files. Uh They don't want the information. In this type of attack, they want to lock you down to stop you from working until you pay the money. Hmm. So that's why it's taking weeks and weeks to get back up in many cases. 
because they're looking for you to pay a ransom to uncrypt those files yeah. so you can get back to business. It's a multi-million dollar huh. business. That's actually helpful because I think me being on the outside and not an IT professional, you know, you think about cybersecurity and especially in the legal industry, one of the biggest threats is you're worried about your information mm-hmm. and your client's information, financial information, family information, social security numbers, all that. And obviously, this industry is a huge target just because of the type of information that you deal with. But on the flip side, it's also an industry with a lot of money. And I'm glad that you explained that, Brad, because it's a huge it's a huge threat as well. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, with these parts and pieces of your systems being locked down, you really can't do anything. The only thing that you can do is try to figure out one. Can I restore from a backup? That's number one. Number two, pay the ransom. Mm. That's really what it comes down to when you get this type of ransomware. It's very scary, but it really comes down to those two things. So it encourages people, I I can't stress enough, back everything up. Back it up somewhere where you can do a restore. And then, you know, while you lose whatever happened between your last backup, you can be back up and running fairly quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't save everything on your desktop like I do. <laughs> yes. Look don't. out for that one guy in the firm who just wants a week yes. off work and is going <laughs> to Exactly. Okay. So uh, whether you're in the office or you're working from home right now or on the go, what are some obvious threats that you need to avoid? Like one, probably using public Wi-Fi when you're mm-hmm. using your practice management software, managing cases. What are some other obvious things that you can avoid or um, proactively do? Sure. So I want to give a couple different uh, views into this. So There's sort of the reactive, proactive approach, but I want to give you some warning signs first. So let me go down that route. So if your computer is starting to get slow, uh, your browser, if you notice, redirects quite a bit, takes you to different websites. That's something to be thinking about. If you get warnings frequently from your antivirus or other areas, start start bringing that up, start understanding that. If you have problems shutting down your PC or computer, Uh, That's another issue that could be something bigger that's out there. Also, frequent pop-up ads. All of these things are common symptoms. So really, you know, kind of keep that in the back of your mind. But you you asked, you know, what can you do to protect? Some of these things I think about and people just ignore. So I'm sure (laughs) – I know. I think about this all the time. I am a neat freak. From a computer perspective, so I like to keep everything very organized. Some people have like 7,000 icons on their desktop. That's me. I'm so messy. The infinite number of open browsers. You have like 50 apps running at the bottom. So what do you do to protect yourself? You have to keep yourself updated. How can you keep yourself updated if you have 100 million apps running at the same time? So do an inventory. What are you using? What are you not using? Get rid of what you're not using. Reduce it greatly. That'll make it easier for you to keep your computer up to date because you're updating less things. So, And it reduces the amount of attack factors that bad actors can come in. Are you right over there? Yeah. Wait, it's just, this, I say bad, I t- I say attack, bad actors. I say bad actors and attack vectors, and you get this <laughs> grin on your face. Like, I, I don't know what I'm saying wrong here. He's just making this all up. I'm not making it but up. But this, is this relevant for your cell phone, too? I mean, I have tons yeah. of apps on my phone I don't use. Yeah. Should I just delete them? Yeah, absolutely. You need to keep a clean like, environment. Yes, I told you this for yes. two years. You have to keep <laughs> keep things updated always. Your applications, your operating systems. Okay. Make sure to clean up your devices. Make sure to, to remove those apps that you're not using. Uninstall them. 
uh, use security. There are security <laughs> programs out there for people, you know. I won't mention them all, but there's so many out there that can help you with that. So make sure you're going down that route. It's important. If you get this gut feel that something's off, start to investigate it and, and really start to look into it. So, um, you know, another one that's really simple is don't leave your devices unintended. <laughs> Lock them when you <laughs> leave, leave your computer. Yes. You never know. There's so many different ways that the I'm trying to think of another term besides bad actor, because every time I say it, you <laughs> I'm laugh. Not, I'm but, not even uh, looking at him anymore. Yeah, but uh, there's so many different ways that they can approach your, you know, getting into your information. So it's important to abide by these specific uh you know, protections, avoid clicking on unknown links, mm -hmm. especially email. They, you know, the number of phishing attempts for firms have gone through the roof. It's uh, phishing with a P. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, um, it's gone through the roof. You got to make sure that you know where that information's coming from before you click on anything. And it may just look like a picture. It may look like anything, but that's actually installing a Trojan or a worm or anything like that that's on your specific device that could be used later. It's very difficult now with the pandemic, people working from home, the security practices they have, all those types of things. So, you know, it's good advice. Keep your systems clean. Avoid risky websites. Looking at you, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> this is my, my browsing history at work. Yeah, pay attention to your downloads. Make sure you okay. stay updated. No, and that's that's I really appreciate it, Brad. Honestly, it sounds pretty simple. I think there's lots of everyday just easy moves that everybody can take to make sure that their their systems are safe and protected. Even like you said, update your apps, delete apps that aren't being used, keep everything clean, lock mm -hmm. your computer when you leave your desk. Um, a lot of things you can definitely do on your own. Again, there's resources out there if you need to learn more. Mm -hmm. You know, if your firm's growing, you're thriving, you're hiring like crazy and you need you you know, security uh, needs at a larger scale. There's people out there that can help, but there's a lot that you can do on your own, sure. too. So happy National Cybersecurity Month, Brad. Yeah, absolutely. I hope they, uh, back to the article, I hope they get their systems recovered or, you know, yeah. get the backup and running. Yeah. Don't have to pay that ransom. <laughs> to the Nigerian prince, most likely. <laughs> you never know. He's a rich guy. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. So, everybody, again, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Lex Factor Briefs, where we're bringing you new news within the legal industry and keeping you up to date on everything going on out there. So we'll talk to you again next week. Have a great weekend. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Lex Factor. Lexicon takes care of business so you can take care of law. Learn how to build a better practice at lexiconservices.com.